for 21st century leaders understand that the more they can imbue their employees with a love for the vision, a love for the journey, and a love for their participation in it, the more likely they will achieve their business objectives. Welcome to Insert Human. This is a show that is not for everyone. It's for seekers, people like you, hopefully, who are searching for solutions to your problems, the world's problems, and everything in between. The conversations to come are going to show you how finding the truth of our humanity is the magic key to solving pretty much anything. Between my monologues, my dialogues with brilliant guests, and your good questions, you're going to learn how to insert human into everything, and in doing so, realize a better life and one day a better world. A while back, the New York Times published an article about Google's Project Aristotle, their intensely researched effort to crack the code on what the key attributes of high-performing teams are. If you didn't get a chance to read the story or you haven't read about Project Aristotle, I encourage you to do so. In the interim, let me give you my grossly simplified take on what the most important determinant of high-performing teams is or are, and that is this, love. Yes, love. Love as measured by everyone on the team feeling like they have an equal voice, that their voice is worthy, that their voice is lovable. The second attribute, everyone on the team feels like the other team members have empathy for them. Empathy, the not so distant cousin of love. And third, the idea that in their participation on the team, they are allowed to be who they are and not have to pretend to be someone else, that they are loved without condition. Love is the power behind high-performing teams. It's also the power behind high-performing businesses and the secret sauce of high-performing leaders. For 21st century leaders understand that the more they can imbue their employees with a love for the vision, a love for the journey, and a love for their participation in it, the more likely they will achieve their business objectives. But to motivate employees through love requires connecting with employees with love. And that's where most leaders stumble. They stumble first on the idea that the job of leadership is to help people soar beyond their own comfort zones, because in order to do that requires them getting outside their own comfort zone to first connect with their own self, their own fears, and their own desires. I call that intimacy, and it's really uncomfortable stuff. Intimacy with self is just like intimacy with an employee. It demands absolute transparency, absolute truth. And that's the second stumbling block. The truth has few shades of gray and it often hurts. So we avoid it at all costs, unless we love ourselves and them. If we do, we are motivated to go there because we know we are going there for them, not for us, for them. And when we do, we find that connections are made, clarity is achieved, and what comes next has a far greater chance of being the right thing. Fundamentally, love is the power behind all effective relationships, professional or personal. Not love is defined by hearts and arrows, but love is defined by a willing embrace of the simple concept that what the other person thinks, what they want, what they need actually matters. That better outcomes happen when we look at the task or question or problem through the eyes of the other. It sounds simple, but our fragile psyches often blur that view and our subconscious desire to be right, to not be wrong, to protect ourselves, to just get our agenda done takes over. We look not through the eyes of our loved one, our child, our partner, our employee, our customer, our prospect, our friend, or our enemy, 
but through our own. And the result is, funnily enough, what we would expect, not what we want. Love, love, love is the source of all human connection, and connection is the source of all human progress. Love is the power. Thanks for listening today. If you're in search of more opportunities to realize positive change in your life or work, and you find what I have to say helpful, you can always subscribe to my show, check out one of my new salons. There are weekly virtual gatherings of like-minded folks. You can read some of my writings or just listen to one of the talks that I've given around the world over the last couple of years. And you can do it all at chriscolbert.com. While you're there, make sure to sign up for my ongoing email updates. When you do, you'll receive a free copy of the first chapter of my about-to-be-published book, Technology is Dead. Again, it's all available at chriscolbert.com. Thanks again for listening today, and I look forward to connecting more in the days ahead.